Welcome to the Veloce Podcast, fast and fluid conversation with Kat Empey and Richard Bott. Hello everybody. Hello and welcome <laughs> to, what is it, episode 7? Episode 7, yes, of our little view of the world. <laughs> yeah. the world. Well, motorsport world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a few Not cars and a bit of driving world. thrown in. Most, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it's motorsport. Yeah. It kind of shows you where we uh, where we come from really, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, we're unfortunately starting off with a, a bit of sad news, aren't we really? This yeah, a bit, of a, bit of a bit of a dampness to start with. A um, couple of couple of legends of the... Of, uh, motorsport have, have left us this week yeah um first one being uh murray walker yeah so certainly, certainly people of a certain age was was his voice was the sound of motorsport really you know he was he was mr motor racing uh-huh, uh-huh. uh in the same way that you got people who were the voice of snooker and all the rest of it he was the motor racing man oh he, absolutely he sounded like a 500 cc two stroke <laughs> well as a, as a child um what i loved about him and I don't. I honestly don't think we've had this since with a commentator in motorsport. Well, I say sorry, motorsport. That's not fair because the MotoGP guys are really good. But um, is that kind of real flare of excitement and getting so excited that almost makes mistakes, tongue tied, all yeah, that kind gets of. So but into yeah, it. gets yeah. that passionate about it. But I love that. I really love that kind of passion behind it, which I think. Um, I don't know. It's almost it sounds awful, but there's too many racing drivers now as commentators yeah and sky f1 you, is basically you, a load of retired, retired <laughs> f1 drivers yeah. don't get wrong i think it's great to get that side um and brundle's brilliant yeah but i do honestly think um you, you still need people that are professional commentators you that do, are really yeah. good I agree. At, at presenting and, and and doing that side of it and i just think um, murray walker was brilliant at that um and gosh growing up for me I mean, it was very strange when he retired, and it took yeah. a long time to adjust, actually. Um, but even you know, things like he used to do the touring car, um, yeah. when it, before it was on live, and you'd get the sort of half-hour segment, you know. Even yeah. the, that that made those programmes, was him talking Absolutely. like his trousers are on fire. And, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. What would you say your favourite Murray Walker moment um, would be? That's a good question. Probably when the one when Damon... Won the world championship in '96. Oh, that's everybody's. Well, I think it, they've actually used that on the news a lot, haven't they? Um, yeah. When when he did unfortunately pass away. There uh, was a great one with um, back in the day with the touring cars when I can't remember it was Cleland and Soper, yeah. and Soper gave Cleland the bird, and Murray Walker said, "He's telling you I'm coming through to be first. <laughs> yeah. That's well, clearly not what he was yeah. doing at all. But that's what, I, uh, yeah, very, very special man. I mean, he he, he got to a good age. What yeah, was it, 97? Uh, he's an incredible man because he had a full-time career in, in advertising. Which I have to admit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I well, didn't so commentating on F1 was kind of a hobby. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. really. And a lot of it, I remember him talking, I read his book years ago, um, that they, they were, him and James Hunt were quite often in a studio in London mm. and they'd be talking about the race and they'd say things like, we can't see from our commentary position, basically because they were in London, not, <laughs> not Brazil. Um, <laughs> because there was no I budget. I didn't think they got on that well, those Well, I think, they don't think they did at first because they're very, very different characters. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Um, James yeah. was a playboy, Murray Walker was a worker, hard yeah. worker. Yeah, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. I mean, the classic stories about James Hunt, getting off the point a little bit, if he disappearing testing one day and they went and found him when he was asleep in the car. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulled over and gone to sleep because uh, he couldn't see the point of it. Really? Pounding around for no reason, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, funny, really. Yeah, completely different. But yeah, so very, very sad. Um, you know, obviously news and um, yeah, it, and unfortunately, then not only a few days later, um, Sabina Smith. Um, who's obviously well known as uh, Which is almost, the, the ring. I don't want to uh, say driver. worse, but she was fifty-one. You know, yeah. Rory was ninety-seven. Yeah, I think it, you, it's never nice, is it? Is no. It? For, it, for any family to to lose somebody um, at any age, but of course, when they're younger, you, you 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 know can't help but think it's too soon. And yeah, fifty-one is no age. No. Um, I and I I have to admit I didn't realise she had such severe cancer. No, because um, in and out she was ill, hadn't she? Mm. So, but um, it's just I don't think anybody realised it was as bad as it was. Well, you no, know. because she was working and racing yeah, right up to yeah, the end. So we yeah. think that's the thing. Well, we talked on the here, didn't we, about um, Tandy's driving for her team for yeah. Fidelity. We mentioned that a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Absolutely. So big, big shock. Um, I mean, she really kind of became massive over here in the UK when she was on Top Gear. Yes. Um, because um, Clarkson was Clarkson trying to get it. under 10 minutes in a jag and she said she could do that in a van and, and she did, she beat, <laughs> she did, she beat yeah. him yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that really kind of really uh, catapulted her career didn't it, did, it? Yeah. Um, she got a lot of works drives after that um, yeah she's done an awful lot of stuff she's what the only woman to win the, the Nürburgring That's 24 right. hours yeah, well, yeah, yeah. there's actually some great footage of, of her I, I shared it didn't I on my social media stuff yeah of her starting quite far back, I guess she didn't qualify the no, car. No, no. And the first what if a lap, gentleman must have qualified yeah, the car for? The first lap was unbelievable. Yeah. How many cars she, she just made takes. everybody look very average. And well, it just, yeah, I, it looked like she was in a much faster car. She yeah. wasn't. No, no. Like it. Um, yeah, so absolutely would recommend going and, and, and seeing that. But yeah, just really, again, just. Um, Really awful, awful news. That's yeah, for sure. terrible. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, let's let's move on to something, something more, more positive. Yeah, for, more, for, more, more for not now. interesting. That's right. I didn't mean to say that. But, um, yeah, <laughs> more upbeat, perhaps. Yes. So um, depending so, on which team you're with, clearly. Yeah. So the world of motorsport. So we've had um, the F1 testing at Bahrain, haven't yes. we? So we watched three days of yes. that because we're very sad. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I don't think you're ever getting the full picture. That's the thing. With no. It. If if that was the picture, then brilliant. Yeah. But they've had two weeks to sort the issues yeah. out because essentially Mercedes were nowhere which we'll come to in a minute yeah yeah it's well there's been some big changes haven't there so they've reduced the aero um, dynamics by what is it 10% 10% at the, so they say the rear but they're going quicker than they well, well <laughs> they're already of going course, quicker than they were of course every team has tried to draw yeah, that yeah, back one it. way or another they haven't they um, so, so that's one thing. They've all got different ideas on that, and there's also the high rake and low rake cars as well. So there yeah. seems to be a divide on, on that. So Aston Martin, Mercedes are classed as low rake cars. So it just means the ride height is lower, effectively. At the rear, at, at the, the front, sorry. So it's on, so on a on a yes. high rake car, it's like the back end jacked up. Yes, correct, correct. Um, it's actually something Vettel's been struggling with because. He drove the Red Bull and the Ferrari, which were both high-rate cars, and now the Aston Martin's a low-rate car. Yeah. Um, so he's finding that and the uh, power unit um, and the steering unit, all of that, he's, he's struggling with. He's finding the steering really different to the, the cars he's driven before and stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there's a, it's quite interesting because there's quite a lot of different theories and you think, at the you moment. You would think an F1 around. car must be an F1 car, but clearly that isn't, isn't the exactly, case, is Exactly, exactly. Just... 
just differences. Um, so McLaren have tried to sort of get round the whole ten percent thing with a different rear yeah, diffuser. Yeah, they're they? the only so, people who've come up with that idea, aren't they? Yeah, so they've tried to yeah go with something completely different. Found a little bit of a loophole, really. Um, I mean, I've got to admit, I don't understand the ins and outs of exactly everything they've done with no. the rear diffuser. <laughs> being completely honest, it's something to do with um, it, it with changing the, the sizes of the of the of the kind of spikes in the diffuser. Yeah, and they found a loophole to show that it's one continual yes. curve, so they've made them bigger. It's something along those lines. Yeah, but essentially, they've the they've gearbox, doesn't yeah, it? yes, so, and you can see from the testing how much more nailed. The McLaren looked. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, the McLaren looked amazing, to Indeed, be honest. Yeah. I bet Ricardo was uh, over the moon. Happy. Yeah, so. quite happy with that. Because well, two... the Ferrari wasn't going so well, which is where science has gone. Yeah, well, two morning tests, and um, he was he was fast as he was, yeah. so in the, in the morning sessions. Yeah. So, yeah, really, I mean, I really hope they are on it, because like, I just, oh, I'd love to see McLaren back up there. That yes. would mean a lot to me. Well, it seems as though with... Red Bull were fast, weren't they? They, yeah. they, they were... Um, well, Max in particular, but well, Perez actually. Well, yeah, he was going he, well. He, he, um, He's got to adapt himself to the car. It's going yeah. to take a while to get to that, because they say it's less edgy, but it still looked fairly edgy to yeah. me. But Perez actually looked like he started to find his feet with yeah, it. Yeah, he did, yeah. The great thing for Perez, though, is he's had he's been in the sport now a long time. He's been in F1 a long time. So I think he's going to hopefully adapt more to, to the team than the young rookies yeah. that are thrown into this top yeah. role. So it would be really interesting to see how he fares, I think, against um, Max um, Girls. The only person so far that's really rivaled Max is Ricardo. Mm really so um it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out as it goes on but yeah they they look really really strong really strong but interestingly he was say he said in an interview this week that uh, Perez this is that he got um thrown off the Red Bull well he didn't even get as far as getting on it he went and did a test in Formula 3 you know mm. about 2006 2007 uh, and the car didn't fit him so he was slow and then they sent him home <laughs> yeah. But like you say, then that may have done him a favour. Oh, absolutely, because I think going to Red Bull with ten years' experience is absolutely you know I, rather than going in as a rookie, which doesn't I'm seem to work. I'm not sure the Red Bull Academy is the most attractive academy to go to. No, well, Bottas turned it down. I remember, t- I remember Bottas turning it down. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still, um, gosh, you know, it's better than nothing. That's for sure. But I think they just. It's become too cutthroat. And I know in any sport it always is at the top, right? But it seems worse. And they're not nurturing these these young drivers because they're getting younger and younger all the time. That's mm. the other thing. If you think like when Damon Hill debuted, he was in his 30s. You know, there are people on their way out in their 30s now. You know, so they're incredibly young people mm. coming into this sport. And I think they need some nurturing to get but it seems to the work, best out of them. Because the, the uh, Alpha Tauri, you know, the, mm. the drivers seem to flourish there. Absolutely. It's when uh, they move to the big team that it all uh, goes pear shaped. Because I think there's so much more pressure and you've got far more media attention, all yeah. of that. And, and you have the to get team, results now, otherwise you're out. Uh, the team are very around Max. Max is very special. But Max has also got that advantage of his dad being a Formula One driver and, and being there every step of the way to, to mould him, really. I mean, even his mother was a racing driver, so he's had great backing in that sense mm. um, and I think it's really hard for these other drivers to come in especially now Max is settled in the team 
you know, he's very much team lead, he's settled. That's very hard for these rookie drivers to yeah, come in and is, compete yeah. against. Yeah, so, it is. Um, yeah, I think with Perez, he's got a far better chance. I think he's very strong-minded. He's but, very good at yeah. getting the team around him. They've got him in for for Sunday, haven't they? Really? Yeah, because you know, he's he, he's a great he's so racer. Strong in races, yeah. yeah. So it'd be great to see what happens. Well, they need that because they kind of lost out, unfortunately, with Albon when things went wrong with Max, Albon wasn't there to pick up the pieces. That's right. Whereas if you think of Hamilton and Bottas, Bottas more or less is always there to pick up the pieces if Hamilton And they can change the strategy. Because where was yeah. it they was um I think it was Hungary where they couldn't pick Max because there was nobody to back him up where mm. Hamilton could back get pity because they knew that Max would come out behind Bottas and he yeah. well, they hadn't got that other way around. We, it was Gasly at the time, Gasly yeah. was too far back. And look at Gasly now, he's absolutely on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Terry do a good job. They Obviously, the, the culture in that team is better. Yeah. Um, I think somebody said the average age in that team. Oh, the whole team's like, like 30, 30 or something. Yeah. 35 or something. Yeah, and I thought yeah. maybe, I know that sounds mad, but maybe that is it, culturally. Um, it's a young team. Yeah, and whether that, that helps these young drivers, I don't know. But I feel really sad for Albon because actually... Uh, you know, talk, listening to people like uh, Russell and others say he was the man to fear of most. And, yeah, in their you know, generation. Yeah, and coming up through the ranks, I just feel like he's lost his chance before it really began. And I think he was thrown in well, to he, the top team yeah. too early, yeah. too early, and too much um, negative attention because there's some background with his mum and stuff. And like and that was awful seeing all that on on the media and I think it's just he's a young lad and he doesn't come from money and I think it just it no. was a bit much really yeah so yeah. he's gone off and done DTM anyway hasn't he so yeah, hopefully he's a reserve driver I think isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. so let's let's see what happens well. there but and then of course um Alonso's back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which for me is the best thing in the world yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he seems to have designed a really ugly car when you look at it from the front it's really bulbous but it seems to be going well yeah uh, well Alonso was it looking was quick quick because he and was... it was stable and it did lots of laps and all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah well he he He's obviously again very experienced, and he knows he just needs to get out and pound round really mm. um, to get back into it. Because you think he's had two years out of the sport, but there was well, say out of the sport, sorry, out of Formula One, um, but there was no inkling of an idea that that would be. You know, he just he looked on fire straight yeah, did, away yeah. in that he car. Did, yeah. He didn't look foreign with it or no. anything. Um, I mean, he was very very quick even on the the hard tires and stuff wasn't he so um and actually interestingly reading about the team they were saying the thing fernando's kind of determination oh, pushiness yeah, yeah pushiness that kind of behavior is actually really helping the team it's giving them direction the only thing is i think is he could end up being the team boss got, himself yeah, yeah. if if you don't manage that whether that's a good or bad thing, I don't know. But um, yeah, it, but it's interesting what they're saying so far. Well, he's got a huge amount of experience and he knows how to get a car. To well, he knows fight. how to win. He knows how to develop a car. You know. Yeah, so he knows all of that. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be. I mean, for me, I, I know it's a bit of a controversial subject because there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, there's so many young drivers that deserve a seat," which I'm sure is very, very true. But um, Alonso is incredibly special. Yeah, how many you young only, drivers are there of his caliber? Absolutely, and you only need to speak to any anybody in the sport high up in F1, and they'll all tell you Alonso is one of the best drivers of all time. Yeah. Okay, he's perhaps too political he's, and he's, he's lost championships character. because yeah. he wasn't in the right car, that kind of thing. But 
his his raw pace and ability is really special. Mm. So, so yeah, so I'm excited to see that really. And then, yeah, Sonoda's obviously had his yeah. debut in the car as yeah. well. So. so he's done something like 100 races. This is a bit like Kimi, because mm. Kimi did hardly any races, did he, before mm. he got to Formula 1. He's done something like 100 races, Sonoda, since 2016 or 17 or something. He's not been driving cars very long, basically. Now yeah. he's in F1. Yeah. But he did a stellar job in the yeah. testing. Yeah, he There's was some doubt really over something about the DRS, opening the DRS early, but even so, you know, the car I was... I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, basically, he was, um, what, second in the... Yeah. Uh, to Max. Um, yeah. yeah, to Max Verstappen. And of course, on his debut in a car that hasn't been that quick in the past, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, and there was a few pictures, wasn't there, going around online that he was opening the DRS too early, yeah. basically. Um, which, uh, I don't know. But looking, he, he was doing lap after lap quick. Oh. So for me, I'm not sure that's even you know much of an argument but hey yeah we'll see we'll see and this is the thing you never really know in testing what you're looking at or what they're doing no and of course we should mention mercedes really shouldn't we (laughs) because the car looked dreadful Mm. and i mean i see lewis constantly going off the road yeah which you just don't see you don't see um yeah, I mean, he, he had... He spawned, he, he was steering off, he was just going off everywhere. He had a big spin and stopped the session, didn't he? And then he actually had another spin later on, but it didn't stop the session because he didn't get beached in the gravel. No. But yeah, and both drivers were saying that it's just very unpredictable and they're really struggling with the rear of the car. Mm. And you could see that because actually... Well, he barely was, turned, did he, and it was round. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Was... Well, on the brakes, it was just whipping round. Um so yeah i think though they've got the resources and this is a bit which is almost a bit of a shame Mm. that once you've done your test in the car it should be right you can't touch it now but obviously they can and i think they'll just take the ideas of mclaren and the others and throw throw 50 million at it yeah or change it to a high rate car now (laughs) because it seems to be the high rate cars are doing better. Well, that's obviously a new thing. The low rate because Red Bull so, started all that. Didn't yeah, they? Um, and it's all to do with obviously you losing this downforce on the on the rear floor. So, yeah. um, and it seems to there's two theories with it, and it seems to be it's affecting at the moment the low rate cars more. Because the other the other team that struggled were uh, Aston, which of mm. course is essentially a Mercedes. Absolutely, absolutely. With the same issue, gearbox issues, and then it just not. Yeah. Yeah. You he struggled with it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Vettel, Vettel was, was not saying, happy with it, I don't think. No, I mean, he, he, he was quite matter of fact and said there's a lot to. He was saying all sorts of things like the pedals feel different, the seats different, the environment in the car, then it's the team. He said it all just takes time to, to settle in properly. He said they're all small things, yeah, but they, they add, add up. up yeah. yeah, and then I think his biggest problem was the steering. He was just struggling with the, the, um, steering unit being what is it that's mercedes as well isn't it yeah, yeah it is yeah and um yeah finding that massively different to the ferrari so um yeah so a bit of a adaption but he's i mean i, I think he's a, a world-class driver and he will he'll work it out he will be i think he'll really shine at aston because he once he can be number one effectively and i know obviously with aston who's involved with that and stroll but i he will be quick won't he? Yes. Against Stroll, I would have thought. And I think he will just get stronger and stronger off the back of that. Hmm. Really do. Um, so that'll be, be interesting, interesting to, see. to see him come back, really. So, yeah, so that's, gosh, that's um, not this weekend, but the following weekend, isn't it? So 
we're going to do a, a yes, preview. Yes, again, again. Yeah, so we'll do uh, a proper preview of that. Yeah, we'll really. do a proper preview. I mean, the thing with it is, it's all tightened up, which is what we wanted. Um, that's what rule stability tends to give you because because you, when you get this rule change, the bigger teams can throw more money at it. When it's been around for a few years, and we managed to close the gas up, gap up. So hopefully, yeah. the only thing that worries towards me. fingers crossed and everything else. Yeah, yeah Mercedes aren't going to disappear well, off into the well, sunset. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, well, I two just, weeks to sort the problem. Well, out, that's the they? thing. I just think they've got so many resources. They'll you well, do they can't what spend they the can. money that they were so. because of the budget cap. Yeah, but I bet they find ways. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they do. Yeah. But anyway, let's see. Let's see. So we'll do a proper preview on it um, next week. Next week, um, yeah. As we'll know more by then. So the other big talking point in motorsport is it's the 12-hour Sebring this weekend, yes, isn't it? Yes, next so big already, race. Yeah. It's already started. Qualifying is today. Isn't yes, it? Um, yeah. and happening. Uh, so yeah, really, really interesting actually. Um, so yeah. So old school track. Yeah, it's so a bit it's like been... Alton Park. Yeah, no, it. <laughs> Bumpy and narrow. So it started what in 1952. Yes. So it's what 69th year. 69th year, 69th running of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. Um, and it's an old airfield, isn't it? It they, is. They deliberately have never changed the surface. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually very narrow very bumpy it's very no hard runoff. on the cars yeah so um it's very old school once you're on the curb if you go beyond it you're on the grass you know yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. And there's the wall and yeah, yeah. I, but i kind of like that and i think the drivers oh, like that yeah completely i mean there's the extra challenge because it's so bumpy it's very hard on the on the um, suspension the car, yeah. yeah um as i know one of the porsche teams last year after three hours in one of the shocks broke yeah, and they had to nurse right, it for the did, rest yeah. of the race. Yeah, they won um, the race though, didn't they? Yeah, they did somehow because I think they got the amateur bit out of the way mm. and then the pros just took it over and yeah. obviously knew how yeah. to manage it. But round C for it to stand out the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it should be really exciting actually. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to watching it this weekend because I just feel the whole sports car scene's really well, getting a bigger it, scene it again is. now. And you think the Daytona 24 hours was close, uh-huh. you know, so this they can push harder because it's only 12 hours absolutely. rather than 24. And we've got, um, you know, if we think... Of, Some strong driver lines. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ganassi. Obviously, we've got Magnussen, who's moved over from Formula 1, yeah. who had a really, really good debut, yes. didn't he? Um, so it'd be really interesting to see kind of what, what he does um, this time around. You've got Dixon and Van der and Yeah. Know, um, so really strong lineup in that. As we said before, Dixon's as good as anybody in the world, you know. So, oh, in a sports car with Magnussen. Yeah, because how many IndyCar championships is, it, is it? Seven? Five or six, I six. can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, and gosh, every IndyCar race I've watched, you never know who's going to win no, you it. Don't. So to get that many championships, it's not like Formula One where you get kind of eras of certain teams having a big advantage. No, it, it's not really like that. Again, is they it? have so, some. Some teams have more resources, so. Yes, and that's true. And people like that have more resources than Maya Shank, for example. Yes, but even yeah. so, absolutely. yeah, you can pull the results out of the bag, you know. Oh, absolutely. And then, of course, um, another talking point because obviously we, we do a lot with Porsche uh, is um, Nick Tandy's moved over to Corvette. So yes. it'll be interesting to see. And he's a three-time defending gets... champion. So basically, Corvette haven't won it the last three years because Tandy's been winning it in a Porsche. So yeah. They've now hoped to change that by nicking Nick Tandy. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be really interesting to see, but the in um the yep. gtlm class you've also got bmw yeah got a couple of teams haven't we with, yes with bmw um there was only one porsche in it one porsche. and that's a weather tech car so it's actually not a factory factory car no um 
Yeah, they pulled out, didn't they? I don't really understand why, to be honest. Because of the hypercar, perhaps, or the HDLM car, whatever they're calling it. Perhaps they've put the money into that. I don't really know. Yeah. Don't really yeah, know. Because obviously, North America, uh, the USA, is Porsche's biggest market. So you think they'd want to be there with their. With their, and they'll be supporting the WeatherTech car, I guess. I just wonder if they're going to. Obviously, there's lots of talk about them coming into F1, whether yeah. they're going to do the synthetic fuel thing in Formula One. Maybe so. And then they'll do the hypercar. Oh, sorry, they're not in the hypercar. No, whatever the, the H- um, yeah. Yeah. The LMHD, whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the Daytona Le Mans car. The Daytona car. car. Yeah. It's not called that, is it? <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, They'll yeah. run that we'll, in IMSA. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Perhaps that's what they're, they're putting all their efforts into at the moment. Because one thing with Porsche is they like to do things properly. Because they've, so. they've won Sebring more than anybody else, haven't they? A bit yeah. like Le Mans. Absolutely, they have. Yeah, I was amazed. Actually, I've got the stats somewhere for all that. I was amazed how many times they've won. It's like won it like 19 times or something, and the next so nearest was Ferrari. They've had, so Porsche have had 98 class wins. That's at, nuts, isn't 98 it? 98 <laughs> class wins. Uh, more than double of anyone else. Uh, which is quite something and they've had 18 outright wins uh, which is more than anyone else the next closest is Ferrari with 12 so yeah, yeah so Porsche have, yeah, and Ferrari really are not had... building a car to run in that yeah. so they won't be you know Porsche are yeah. Porsche are running you know they're building a car for the top class yeah. Ferrari aren't yeah yeah interesting to mm. see um, so also uh, which is another thing debuting is the new Carrera Cup car now, yes. not over here in the UK. So no, we're not going to get it next year, I suppose. Yeah, British Carrera Cup, haven't got it, but um, Super Cup, um, also North American Super Cup, um, Carrera Cup, sorry. Yeah. Uh, they, they've they got the got the new car, and, and it seems to ship, be incredibly fast, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Really, yeah. really quick. So, what's it? Priu, I think. So Prio apparently set the fastest time in testing with it, didn't he? And yeah. it was I say did the same time as as the current GT three R, which obviously is a much more trick car. So it's, it's based on the same thing. It's a Carrera Cup car, but with more downforce and more trick suspension. You know, much more sophisticated car than a Cup car is. Yeah. So for the Cup car to go at the same lap times as the R, you yes. know, yeah. how quick's the R going to be? Exactly. They might exactly. the RSR. So the big thing they've <laughs> Pause changed. confusion with all their letters, but yeah. <laughs> The big thing they've changed with the the cup car, well, they've made it a wide body now, haven't they? Yeah. Um, which allows, obviously, if I don't know if they have, but um, bigger tires, wider track. Yeah. Also, it's bigger rear wing, uh, more aero, and of course, more power as well. Is the other thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it's over five hundred brake now, whereas it was four seventy or something, wasn't it? Four seventy mark. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes, and then yeah, we'll get it over here in the UK the following. Quite a, quite a bit of kit. So, oh, absolutely, yeah. and if you you know, it's not that expensive either. I know that sounds mad, but it's, depends how you look at it. Really, well, it's cheaper than buying a a, a, G, a normal GT three. Yeah, 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 I suppose so. so yeah, you know, yeah. so it's a bit okay. more than a nineteen ninety one Van Diemen. <laughs> yeah, <you> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it'd be an awesome thing to I drive. Would, yeah, it would be it? incredible. Yeah. Anyway, I know we could spend all day talking about um, motorsport, but yeah. um, but what's new in the in the road car world? Well. There's a, as, a, as always, there's an arms race between car manufacturers, mm-hmm. and one of the kind of benchmarks is obviously the the production car lap record around the Nor- around the Nurburgring. So what Mercedes have done, um, because I think Porsche held it for a bit, McLaren have held it for a bit. The current holder holder up until fairly recently was the Lamborghini Aventador SVJ. Yeah. So what Mercedes have done, they've built essentially 
a, a Le Mans car with a number plate on it. <laughs> so what they've done is they've built this thing that's got, was it 720 horsepower it's got? Yeah. But everything is on yeah, it is quite adjustable. A bit, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. So you can put, you can whack the downforce up, you can put the camera, everything is fully, completely adjustable. Suspension, it's got nine stage traction control. So essentially they built this thing to break, to break this record. Yeah. And they have, <laughs> haven't they? And they so have. they've done it in what six minutes forty-three. 43. So just yeah. over a second quicker than Lambo did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which but you is think I'm not sure where all this well, goes. I, really, I guess... it looks a dog's dinner. The car does. Oh well, I like it. But yeah, I well, you like, always do. I like Larry <laughs> things, don't I? Personally, so um, <laughs> you like understated. I'm not so much in that boat. Yes. Um, no, I, I. I, th- I think though it's so good for their image isn't it i mean how many customers do we talk about you know when when the gt2 rs had the the record how many customers knew that yeah that's right you yeah. know they love it yes. um so i think it's such a good status symbol for oh, a yeah, manufacturer. I, get, I get why they do it um so i know. think for that reason and it's it it shows what they can do with the cars yeah. i appreciate then it would be far too extreme to have that really on the road, but it does showcase what they can do. Um, and they made everything adjustable on it, didn't That's they? That's what I mean, so yeah. It was, everything all... was, they got to the ring and then turned it into a Le Mans car. Yeah. But does that mean then you can, as a client, adjust yeah. to whatever you want? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, make okay. it really undrivable. Because <laughs> <laughs> imagine trying to set that up yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's all right having a Mercedes factory technician. Yeah, there, yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. You get your, oh, your I'll just, spanners. I'll just add a bit more here. <laughs> you get your spanners out and start messing with it. Which is a lot better now. Yeah, or not. That's sorted it. <laughs> no, so, uh, I mean... Well, I, you couldn't... You couldn't uh, an average person, i.e. not Lewis Hamilton, is going to struggle with that car unless it's got electronic, lots of very, very trick electronics on it. Yeah, and that's actually something we were going to discuss, isn't it, um, with our little driving section. Yes, because um, we want to do a video on this, don't we, about all this, the technology of the yeah, stability management programmes. Absolutely. ESP uh, is something that we discuss a lot with clients, isn't it? Um, and there's a, uh, almost, it's become so good that people are taking it for granted and yes. rely on it where and it that made... is the worst thing you could possibly do yes and where <laughs> it made its name was the little a-class that fell over yeah because they, they say oh, we need to do something like this and they put it on that to stop that falling over with yeah. the elk test yeah and it's an amazing system and of course like everything else it's developed and developed and, developed and got better and better yeah. oh and trust me it, it's much better to have these things than yes. not that's for sure but it can't um, overcome the laws of physics that that's the big <laughs> thing that people forget um is it they're exceptional what these systems can do i mean gosh there's like over what five systems uh, uh, to each there's a lot of subsections with yes, it isn't there yeah absolutely um so it's it's very impressive what these things can do um, and they really can sometimes get us out of trouble but um the moment you try and defy physics then you're on your own yeah <laughs> and it won't be able to it's like if you went out in the snow on summer tires all these ESP would be working away like mad, but if the tyres have no traction, then it doesn't matter. It's it's almost redundant. It can't do anything because yeah. it's not on the right footwear. But in, so there's in, always in normal, limitations, isn't yes. there? But in normal, what you might call normal use, it's an incredible system. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I would never buy a car that didn't have it on. Mm. You know, it's, it's, I don't think you could now, to be fair. It'd be, it'd be difficult. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. I mean, we get a lot of clients sort of say, "Oh, I switch it off and." actually 
you know even on track you really don't need to they're so sophisticated now that um i mean they allow a little bit of slip and movement before anything activates so there's a an element of the car being able to dance around truly on its edge before any systems kick in anyway and that is become that sophisticated now um and then it is there I wouldn't call it a safety net because, as we said, it won't necessarily save you. No. But it will slow things down. It will give you more time as a driver to react to a situation, won't it? It will. But the big thing to remember is you're the one still in control. Yes. And the other thing is, if you turn it off, there's a a train of thought that says you you might be invalidating your insurance Uh, by doing that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's a bit of a (laughs) grey area. So you switched off the manufacturer's safety system and then crashed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give us that... that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, put in, in so the perhaps bed. we should mention a little bit about. Do you wanna just? Yeah, so the diff- I the mean, if we don't want to boys tears. No, because the it's different bits within can it really get a bit uh, complicated. But yeah, go on. So obviously we have ABS anti-lock brakes. Mm-hmm. So the two things that we started out with were anti-lock brakes and traction control. So the car starts to wheel spin, it would cut the cut the throttle. Bosch then just got clever and cleverer with it, really. So what you've ended up with then is is. Um, a stability program so in other words if the car starts to slide going to a skid what the abs will do is it can break individual wheels and bring itself back into a, st- a stable uh, mm-hmm. state which obviously as a driver you can't do you haven't got four brake pedals and four feet so you yeah. can't break individual <laughs> wheels and bring yourself back straight mm-hmm. so the, the that's the really clever trick bit of of stability programs really is the ability to do that so if the car starts to yaw Mm-hmm. It knows that. Mm-hmm. It knows it has lots of sense in it that know what direction you're trying to go in and what speed the car's moving around at. So it think, oh, okay, there's you're developing here that I don't really know about. So I'm going to put individual brakes on and bring mm-hmm. that back under control. Mm-hmm. There's lots of systems within that as well and where that, it moves brake force around and oh, absolutely, you know, oh, it's amazing what the incredible they can do, systems. Isn't it? Uh, and and that's the thing is, um, yeah, we it, it's you really want to not switch that off <laughs> you know no, exactly. but there i mean there are elements of it you can't turn off you can't turn off the abs absolutely you can't turn off things like the pre-fill the brake assist bit yeah, yeah. And bra- all brake assist does is it looks at how fast you've moved the brake pedal so if your foot whacks the brake pedal the system sees that and thinks oh yeah right. and it starts to ramp the brake pressure up and it takes over yeah um because i remember the original kn doing stuff with that at millbrook and you go along the mile straight at millbrook and how fast you stop that car depending on how big and strong you were Mm-hmm. So if you're a five foot tall, so if you're a me, yeah, yeah, yeah. If <laughs> you're you know a small, got legs, so slightly right. <laughs> built person, you couldn't stop the car as quickly yeah. as Eddie Hall could. Yeah, you yeah. know, which is simple. A, a, but now yeah. everybody can stop the same. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's amazing when we go through it. Um, you know, with manufacturers, with clients, and really explain about some of this stuff. It does impress people, doesn't it? What you can do, it's even amazing, in a yeah. true emergency. You know, brake and avoid that kind of stuff. What, what the cars can do um, really remember, does shock people. I remember again at Millbrook, uh, in, in, I can't remember what car it was in, um, what, going on to the steering pad at Millbrook, where you could go onto that about 40 miles an hour, take your feet off everything, and do a lane change. And of course, with the system off, it just spun. If mm-hmm. you didn't catch it, it would mm-hmm. spin. Put the system on, and it just went through as if nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. It was so subtle in the way it worked, and, and so fast in the way it reacted. So yeah, so it's just such a fine balance, isn't it, of... of Use, utilizing this stuff but without getting complacent with it yeah that's kind of it's the, there as an aid yeah it's not there the, as a, something to use and absolutely as a matter of course absolutely and that's the thing that people 
need to remember because it's just so easy to get complacent because these cars are so good and these systems are amazing what they can do but they can't defy physics no. and that's where you know we've we've both been in situations where we've gone off the road with clients and things and it you know and the yeah, cars no, get, yeah. <laughs> and the cars are amazing once you're um, upside but... down and flying through the air the system <laughs> yeah. don't work quite so touch wood i've not had that you have I've, I've, not that. Had yeah, that, I've not had thank that thank god yeah, yeah, yeah i was there when it happened but i, I wasn't in the car thankfully <laughs> um no but exactly and you know when that happened that was a very modern car wasn't it, 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 it was, yeah. and it wasn't actually yeah, the airbags worked they were fine <laughs> but it wasn't well, what, um i tell you what changed something really slightly. what made me think with that car is it had a glass roof which yeah. again is quite common now and of course yeah. upside down you've now got to lean or kneel on a load of broken glass yeah. and i thought mm, not sure that's yeah i guess <laughs> it's been quite thought out in the way that they thought you know well, yeah, you know, just, just don't end up on the roof, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> don't end up in that situation, yeah, and then yeah. that's not a problem. I didn't intend to. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I mean, we'll do a video on this at some point. Yeah, we've got a video in plan for that, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a video on, yeah, yeah, on ESP and just, um, just an overview of the different elements, and we'll try and actually demonstrate some of that. Well, we can isolate each individual part and then demonstrate it. That's yeah. What we'll tell you just so people and... just get a little bit of an idea of actually what their cars can do. Yeah. Um, and also that it's normal because some of the some of the systems when they activate can sound alarming. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> right, yeah. They don't sound very nice. Um, and I I notice with clients uh, quite often then they're they're likely to stop what they're currently doing when actually they need to do it so yeah. so yeah it's something we'll go into and look at but it's a bit difficult to talk about it in great detail on here isn't it just because it yes it ends up getting a bit bit much for people i would say <laughs> including us um so also then um we've got a, another little section haven't we we've got our little a little fantasy world yeah which is we've, we've started you've to try called and it, which i'm not sure i like fantasy world or fantasy section it sounds well it depends on how your mind works I um so yeah as, as we've said before we're just trying to do an interactive bit um for people so they can write in and contact us on social media uh, and join in on this bit yes so what is it this week so i decided this week so we, it was it was lottery win garage last week so this week i thought if you could race in any series no matter what it is anywhere in the world this year what would it be okay have i got to answer that now <laughs> <laughs> what's the first uh, thing that springs to mind um uh lamar Okay, what will endure WEC? Yeah, yeah. They'll do the 24 hour Le Mans um, in a Porsche um, in the the top pro class. <laughs> I'll yeah. suddenly have a, a super license, a gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to do it. Um, yeah, well, honestly, for me, that's always. Le Mans is what started my kind of whole dream and love for yeah. motorsport. Yeah. Um, and it's always been and still is the dream thing for me to go and do is go and race at Le Mans. Mm -hmm. um, I think in a Porsche, me, me too. Me because too, I, have to say. I think just Porsche, I'm very close to that. If not, it would be a Corvette, a, a yellow Corvette. Yellow Corvette, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a yeah, front-engine one or a mid-engine one? Well, that's the thing. Is it, Obviously, in the past, it was always a front-engine one, but I guess... I'm not that I've driven one, but I'm well, assuming... Well, 911's a mid-engine now, RSRs, aren't they? Yeah. The ones that run at Le Mano. Exactly. I'm assuming mid-engine mid 
Corvette is is the way to go. So I would yeah. say that if that's going to be faster and I have more chance of doing well, then yes, let's go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think I think I'd agree. WC, I'd like to do it in a prototype. Yeah, um, I, I see that attraction. But failing that, it'd be a 911. Yeah, yeah, because if you, I have to say, like an LMP2 car, or you know, the, the LMP1s, it's going to be big again, isn't it? Yes. Forwards, but it, it kind of had a bit of, unfortunately, a bit of a flat era for for a few years hasn't it mm. um but lmp2 i think would be mega you know there's loads of cars in there yeah 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 um you have that, a good pro with you and yeah you know, absolutely it's wet and dark off you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll be over there yeah so um so for, uh, for anybody else as well then um, yeah let us let know, us know. You, uh, yeah what what, you think. it was great reading some of what you mentioned uh, last week so yeah and we will start to mention some of this more on the on the show so what's um coming up then next week so obviously Sebring is the key thing I think Sebring 12 hours so we'll have a little talk about that next week yeah like do a bit of a round up on it a little round up and we'll do a little bit of a preview on the uh, F1 weekend because that's coming up next week Um, so we'll record this on a Friday morning so Friday morning we might have an idea of what's going on in your first practice so we can have a little look at that um, yeah because I think the um, at Sebring I think the qualifying's on at the moment so yeah, yeah so we'll be able to do a round up of that um, and then we'll also talk about the the new uh, golf as well. So the new Mark golf. Eight. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the golf, uh, as are I think many people are, aren't they? That love their cars. Yeah. Um, it's such an understated but brilliant all round car, isn't it? Yes. Um, but yeah, there's um, quite a few changes with the Mark Eight, so we'll yes. we'll have a little bit of a chat about that. And we've also got the um, the Lamborghini Sean. Sean, yeah, hybrid. Which so Chris Harris first... tramped around somewhere in the other week. Yeah, the yeah. first hybrid Lamborghini. So yeah, um, yeah so we'll we'll talk about that and obviously some driving tips and things as well um, to to uh, yeah round up the show. But um, any questions again, please feel free to get in touch on any of the social media yeah. accounts through Veloci Driving. Um, and yeah, let us know where where you'd like to race. Yes. That's great. Thanks. Lovely. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Veloce Podcast, Fast and Fluid Conversation with Kat MP and Richard Bott. Don't forget to subscribe via your chosen podcast provider and never miss an episode of the Veloce Podcast.